simply freeing? Motherhood doesn't feel simply freeing when you're on autopilot in a home filled with chaos, stress, and a ton of pressure. In order to survive the chaos, we need the right strategies and mindset to embrace the simple and enjoy the few short years we have with our kids. I believe that we are called to see that we can rise up, get out of our head, shut out the expectations of the world and what mom life is supposed to be like, and change what's not working so that motherhood is fulfilling. Join me as we discuss all things motherhood, homeschooling, minimalism, faith, and health. My mission is to help you embrace simplicity and find freedom in your motherhood. I'm Jackie from Homeline Family, and this is the Simply Freeing Podcast. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. I have been talking a lot about morning routines, and I wanted to shift a little bit and bring to light something that I've said to other moms many, many times in my life. And I know I've heard it about myself many times as well. And that is saying that someone is a super mom. I wanted to talk about what it means to be a super mom and why we throw that word around so flippantly and what might actually be happening to us when we say that to someone else. So you've probably heard it yourself. Wow, you're a super mom. Maybe you've even said it to someone else. This word can be thrown at someone for no reason other than the fact that they are a mom and they might be multitasking in some way. Moms are typically multitaskers because they have no other choice. It's not that they're multitasking because they may want to be multitasking all the time. Life is crazy as a mom and you have no choice but to multitask in order to survive sometimes and get through the day. So having children and doing anything other than keeping your kids alive is often looked at as the impossible. How many times have you seen someone proudly declare on social media that everyone is alive and well and that's all that matters today? And maybe you've even said that to yourself. I know I have. Our culture perpetuates the bare minimum mentality because we just can't. I don't want to cook. I'm sick of cooking. So goldfish and some carrots is acceptable, right? I can't get up early. My kids don't sleep at night. But yet you're doing what I've been talking about for the last two weeks. You're being a robot mom and you're staying up late the night before doing things that are not productive instead of resting while you have the time. I can't even think about spending time with my husband at night. What the heck is intimacy? I'm so darn tired. We are so quickly getting burnt out when we're in this bare minimum state. And that's why I really wanted to bring this up today. We set such low expectations for ourselves. And when we set low expectations, what do we expect is going to happen? Not much. Some seasons I know are harder than others. And there are plenty of situations where the bare minimum mentality is justified, especially when mental illness is at play. So if there's something that that is major happening in your life that is seriously impacting your life, please know that this is not a message for you. If you're feeling out of control and in a constant state of, I just can't do this mom thing, You may need some additional help, so please reach out to someone. I'm speaking to moms that are doing the bare minimum and accepting that this phase of life that you're in, that's all you can do because that's not true. And that's what our culture is telling us. 
We're bombarded with that. There are plenty of reasons why you might call someone a super mom. If they have a homeschool that seems so organized and consistent and their house doesn't look like a tornado, they might be considered a super mom. If they're working from home and homeschooling while managing the house and being a wife and mom, they might be a super mom. Maybe you would call someone a super mom because they're so others focused. How do they have so much time to be hospitable like that and welcome others into their home? How about the families that adopt other children into their home? And you might look at them and say, how in the world do they think outside of their own little family? I can't even get myself together, never mind adopt or even think about adopting another child. How could another family be so others focused? They are probably a super mom. So what do you envision when you think of the term super mom? So in the past, when I thought about a super mom, I literally envisioned a mom with a cape and a bunch of kids hanging off of her while she's doing some maintenance cleaning of an already spotless house. And you know why I envisioned that? It's because having a consistently neat home was what I always wanted to have. And this was the cause of so many of my struggles in my marriage with John. I wanted to get to that place so badly. I wanted to get to a place of maintenance mode where I would just simply clean up the house and I wasn't constantly picking up stuff. But it seemed like the impossible to me. And I will talk about this in another episode. John and I are so different. He is very organized. He loves a spotless home. And I like things. I've realized now that I like things to be minimal because I know that that's the easiest way for me to maintain the house. But I don't necessarily care as much if there are dishes in the sink and if there there are a few things out of place. It doesn't bother me as much as it bothers him. So that's the reason why my super mom was always the mom that is in a spotless house who is able to get everything done but still have a neat home because that was something that I was always struggling with. So in my scenario, throughout the years... I never even thought that there was a way out of that. I would just look at other moms and think, oh, well, that is just not something that I could ever do. And I would kind of put myself down. Instead of asking for help or teaching my kids to help in whatever way they could, I just ended up getting too discouraged about what I could not do. That made me unwilling to even try to figure out what the answer to my problem was. It was so much easier to accept the bare minimum mentality. I'm a mom, right? I can't adult today. I'm just going to do the bare minimum and keep the kids alive. But here's what you need to hear. These super moms that seem to have it all together, they don't actually have superpowers. But you probably think they do because of your own insecurities and beliefs about yourself. I'm going to say that again in case a child of yours is screaming in the background. (laughs) The super moms that seem to have it all together don't actually have superpowers but you probably think they do because of your own insecurities and beliefs about yourself. The problem with the supermom label is that it's often thrown at someone in conversation. You see someone in passing and throw out the you're a supermom label, and then there's some awkward laughter. Maybe there's some humble, no, I'm definitely not a supermom, you should come to my house, comment, and everyone goes about their day. Do you know what happens behind closed doors of these supermoms' homes? 
so much happens. Some moms that are called super moms, they may be struggling in life big time. I know I was. Others might be desperate for friendships and channeling that loneliness by working to keep their home spotless. Some of them might have crumbling marriages, but they're trying to keep up a little bit of normalcy, so they distract themselves by pursuing something that's easier to control. So to an outsider, they may look like they have it all together, but you're really only seeing one aspect of their life. Some moms might be struggling with their finances and they might outwardly appear that everything is fine, but yet they're really in debt. We only get glimpses of what a family is actually like on social media, and social media is not what we should be using as the avenue to get to know someone else. It's a good starting point for sure, but if possible, it really needs to go beyond a phone screen. We are not called to be superficial in our relationships. We're called to link arms together, to bear each other's burdens, encourage each other, and be real and authentic, iron sharpening iron. If we are not in each other's lives, we can assume that someone is okay and thriving and move on based on how they present themselves on the surface. But creating those bonds with other moms, sharing each other's burdens, and walking alongside them takes time and is a heck of a lot harder than sitting on the sidelines admiring their super momness on Instagram. Is that even a word? It is now. (laughs) What's really funny about this episode is that the other day I went to the park with a friend and she actually called me a super mom. And inside I was like cracking up. And then I was like, this is super awkward. I don't want her to think that this podcast came out of our conversation because it totally didn't. I want you to think of someone that you consider to be a super mom. What is it about them that's making you think that way? What does their life look like outwardly? What is it about that mom that makes you feel that they can do it all? And then, have you actually spent time with them? If you haven't spent time with this super mom, why not? Are they a popular Instagram influencer that inspires you? Why are they so inspiring? Whoever this super mom is in your mind, deep down, do you feel that their life is somehow not possible for you? You might give a super mom label and quickly move on with your mediocre life because that super mom title could never be yours. You might have been called a supermom yourself, and on the inside you're thinking, yeah, yeah, if they only knew. As a Christian, you are a supermom, but it doesn't have anything at all to do with you. It's by the grace of God. A supermom that has it all together probably had to go through a ton of hardships to get there. I want all moms listening to this podcast today to feel like a supermom. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Not because your morning routine is in place or your homeschool schedule is perfectly set up, not because you finally found the best cleaning strategy that will actually work, but because you know that if you put in the work, you'll be more likely to create lasting change in your family. You can feel like a super mom as soon as you acknowledge that if you want something in your life to change, you can't sit on the sidelines anymore. You can't waste your entire weekend watching Netflix when you have a few hot minutes to yourself. You have to show up and do the work. Stop watching everyone else doing what deep down you wish you could do. It's getting you nowhere. And the honest truth, some people have natural God-given talents that you probably don't have, but maybe you need to tap into the strengths that you've been given by God instead of focusing on your weaknesses, instead of looking at other people and wishing you had their strengths. You have strengths too. Once you tap into your God-given talents, and you do have talents even if you feel like you don't, You can use them to change whatever isn't working for your family with God's help. You can have a thriving, life-giving homeschool. You can have a happy marriage. You can overcome obstacles without letting them destroy you. 
you can make confident decisions and create routines and systems that work in your home because you're focused on doing so for the right reasons. And you can be a super mom if you start feeling like one internally and stop taking actions that aren't moving the needle towards becoming the wife and mom that you want to be. So this episode, it might sound harsh, but I think sometimes we get in this state of self-sabotage and we put ourselves down and we look at other people and we say, oh, I can never do what they do. Look at that. How could they have such an organized home? How can they have such well-behaved kids? How come they look so happy in their marriage? Why are they able to do X, Y, Z and go on vacations and do this and that when I'm struggling here. Stop wasting time looking at other people and wondering why you aren't there. Start doing something about the life that you've been blessed with. Today I'm opening doors to a free Facebook community that I would be so happy to have you join. I wanna talk about the things that I've been bringing up in this podcast for the last eight weeks. So I want you to go to facebook.com slash simply freeing. And you'll find the community there, request access, and I would love to see you there. I can't wait to discuss these things some more. To learn more about me and the resources I've created to help you in motherhood, head to whole9family.com. See you next week, friends.